the song's cool. Great octave playing in the in wow. the right yeah. in the the uh, heritage of George Benson, <laughs> West Montgomery. Right, yeah. It's a lit grandfathers. It's a lit. <laughs> They'd be proud. <laughs> George Benson's definitely heard this song. Yeah. <laughs> if he's ever watched the movie Ready to Rumble. I know. I it's, it is that movie. Oh, what a great movie! That's how I know about the song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Gordy, wrestling's fake. Wrestling's not fake. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. This song was was in a lot of movies, but I feel like that was like its most famous use. What a great movie! It's amazing. Yeah, some good DDP <laughs> in there. Yoga master. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I do like the I like just some good some interesting like harmonies with all those guitar octaves. Great guitar sound on this track. Yeah, I mean, as a guitar player growing up, when you yeah. learn octaves, you like exponentially get better. Yeah, of course, <laughs> it's cool. Cigarette. Welcome to listen to this, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today we are talking about the anthem of every frat party in a movie ever after it came out. That's the energy-fueled classic by Lit, entitled My Own Worst Enemy. Released on March 2nd, 1999, the song had a slow ascent but eventually sold 1.3 million copies and won the Modern Hard Rock Song of the Year Award at the Billboard Music Awards. Nice. Which I, I guess is a thing. Yeah, I mean, they probably got like a, a little statuette. Yeah. They- <laughs> 1.3 million copies is a lot. It that seems, is a lot. It seems like a song like this would never be popular nowadays. No. And I want to ask you like just right off the bat, why do you think that is? I think pop punk kind of falls to the same fate that Mm-hmm. Like grunge did in the '90s, yeah. Also disco, yeah. Okay, they kind of got typecasted into these decades that didn't age well technologically. Yeah, because it was sort of like the peak of yeah. engineering at the time. Yeah, right? this is a pretty modern sounding recording for for '99. Yeah. Sounds really good. But these things didn't carry over. Like a lot yeah. of the things in the '80s, a lot of those samples and drum machines, and and honestly, a lot of the songs and their arrangements carry over to how we write songs today. I always think like that almost makes a piece of art better, though. Of course, that it can't be like revive, revivalized. Yeah, is that a word? Who's is that? that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can't be revivalized as easy as easily. Yeah. It is. It's but you know it's a shame because like this type of music is so great. Like pop punk music is yeah, it's so. Cool. I wish it was super popular, you know? Yeah, me too. It was really fun. I mean, granted, we're like the perfect age for this shit. Like, this song came out, I think I was like 10 years old. Yeah, it's like, I much prefer having grown up with this than, you know, some of the stuff that these kids have to grow up with. Yeah, I know, I know. It's like, we listen to pop punk and kids just jewel. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I bet the dudes in Lit would jewel. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, According to Lit guitarist Jeremy Popoff, which is great last name. (laughs) Wait, hold on. He's in his name is Pop, his last name's Popoff. He's yeah. in a band called Lit. Yeah, and his first name is Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy Popoff. Oh, um God. he says my own worst enemy is about quote the result of waking up and realizing you screwed up the night before. End quote. That sounds like what it would be about. Yeah. I mean they're pretty it's pretty writings on the wall on yeah. that one, you know. <laughs> Singer AJ Popoff <laughs> said, <laughs> said that the song was a quote 
combination of many, many incidents, end quote. As he had gotten in trouble with the law for public nudity a few oh months prior God. to the recording of the track, he recorded the vocals for My Own Worst Enemy in the nude. So, Luke, I've got to ask you a question. What is the weirdest way you've ever seen someone record vocals? I do have a nude story. <laughs> yes. There was, um, Billy was recording um, some country music and the uh, guitar player, um, I think he was, I think, you know, he was obviously having a good time, a few yeah. drinks, whiskey gets passed around, late night session. And so he, it's funny, he like takes all of his clothes off and, he's, <laughs> and, he, and he plays the guitar part and it's obviously sick. But now come the next day and they realize that maybe they were a little too drunk and we need to re-get some of the parts. And, you know, whenever you have to go re-overdub a part, you got to make sure that the tone matches. You can't have, like, two different sounding yeah, tones yeah. in the middle of a, a line. And so he took all of his clothes off again so that he could match the tone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's pretty sick. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever recorded anything even without wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, definitely <laughs> I need that support <laughs> when I play the bass. Um the power of the guitars on the song kind of masquerades like sort of pathetic lyrics. Yeah. But, like not bad pathetic, just like a, a pathetic in the real sense. Like this this kind of a bummer of a tune. Yeah, it's like it's not like lyric. Mm-hmm. It's like like a high schooler in poetry yeah. class can like write these lyrics. So they're not like the it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I the closer in the front lawn. Yeah. Oh lawn. <laughs> like come on. Like, like I think that's like why it's like uh it probably succeeded with audiences too. Because yeah. like it does like rock pretty hard for like a song that's kind of wimpy. Yeah. But I feel like that really helps like in endear it to kind of like a wider wider audience. Yeah, it doesn't need to be some Shakespearean yeah. experience of how you got wasted the night before. How do you like how do you think they recorded these guitars? Just like turn amps all the way up? That's how I like to do it, yeah. man. Like there's two schools of thoughts. There's the guys that are like, yeah, turn it up. Mm-hmm. And then there's the guys that are like, they use small amps. Like they'll use like a small like 112 yeah. or like a two by 10, which are like, you know, speaker sizes. Oh, they seem so big. I know it's still pretty big yeah. speakers. Like they're still, I mean, it's still loud. But like the the thing is you should be able to walk in the room mm-hmm. and not be like, it shouldn't be like sounding like a train in there. Do you remember like the first pop punk song you ever learned on the guitar? Yeah. Um, oh wow, <laughs> I gotta think of the. It was probably. Damn it, Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that's a big yeah. one. Or all the small things. It was definitely a Blink One Eighty Two song. I guess the song came out in '99, which is like earlier. It, this is like one of the first big pop punk hits, isn't it? Yeah, probably. I would yeah. say they're on the the, the threshold because Green Day was like mid nineties. Yeah, I think I guess out? Green Day probably had had a bunch by this point. Like, yeah, I was yeah. Like, for some reason, like ninety four <laughs> sounds like Green Day year, ninety five or I, something. I got to sort of like one last thing. Like I got to sort of like re- live the the weird movie version of this song in a really underwhelming way. Like one time I was at a frat party and a dude was like, there was a band playing mm-hmm. and some dude like started singing this song with them. <laughs> his name was like Zach something. Zach. I w- it's like, I know. I wish I remembered his last name because like I, he needs like a public call out for Zach like Pop-off, how bad. Man. Zach, Zach Pop-Off. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it sucked. It was so bad. Right. It was really, then I always think about that when I hear this song. Was he like in the band or he'd jump up on stage? He just, he's like, like all right. <laughs> and it's like him and the, the singer of the band were like, sharing one mic oh, like they yeah, were like yeah, yeah. Ma- paul mccartney and john lennon it was just like Singing, it's one man. of those moments where you're like man life is underwhelming as fuck it's just not that great that's kind of what the song's about yeah. too a little bit <laughs> there we go yeah. listen to this season two with lit yeah
my own worst enemy. <laughs>